everybody. Second official Greyhound Time podcast. I'm Armand Siraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. And we are very happy today to have the captains of this year's varsity soccer team, goalie Andrew Matheny, midfielder Rohan Tripathi, and defender Clark Boger. Boys, first of all, great win today. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So a game like today, it was, it was a little chippy. It was not the prettiest at times, but you still came out with a big victory. Uh, what do you guys take out of these games where you are playing an opponent that might not be at your level? Um, it's really good just to get out there and knock the ball around. The more touches everyone gets on the ball, the better they're going to get. Yeah, the more confidence they get helps us in those big games versus Ladue next weekend or next Monday. So yeah. yeah, it also gives us a chance to like work on fundamentals and start moving the balls, not just playing long balls, trying to play to feet, working off of each other. Yep. Nice. So all three of you guys were part of uh, the very successful team of last year. Um, what, I mean, when you lose a guy like James Dooley, who scored so many goals for you guys, how do you guys see yourselves replacing a player like that? Um, it's not going to come from one person. I mean, you know, it's just, it's a team game. You know, I think we're, I think we're more of a team this year. We've got different pieces, but we've got people who are, we've got equal number of scoring all across the field, not just one or two people, you know, going off. Yeah, I also think we're, we probably won't score as many goals as we did last year. I mean, we scored like over 100 goals last year, but we're very sound defensively. I love our defense with Clark anchoring it back there with Ned in front of him. So, I mean, you'll see a lot, not as many like 6-0, 7-0 games, but more like 1-0, 2-0. Yeah, as Ron said, the games are going to be a lot closer, and obviously it is going to be difficult without James Dooley to score as many goals, but I think... As a team, we could easily like beat most of the teams that we play, and I think we have some we have some good freshmen, Harry and Charlie, and they they add to the team. Yeah, so like talking about those underclassmen, um, what are you guys doing as seniors to like motivate them and mentor them this year? Um, we love the underclassmen uh, mostly because the freshmen wore shin guards to school, but uh, <laughs> also I mean you know they're the next ones up. Basically, so uh, I mean, Nolan coming in as a CDM in the in the MICDS game started the game, played amazing. Never seen a guy jump higher than Nolan, to be honest. <laughs> um, wins every head ball. Uh, so yeah, it's just good to get those type of players um, developing early. Charlie and Harry. Charlie's gonna run the soccer team in four years. Yeah, for sure. It's great to get the. It's great to get those those guys in on varsity minutes early on because I know it helps develop confidence and when their senior, junior and senior year comes around, they're going to be ready to play and probably score a lot of goals. Yeah, with games like, like Afton or like U-City, Maplewood, opponents that we know aren't as going to be as strong as us, we like to get these underclassmen, like uh, as Rohan said, some confidence and get some touches on the ball. Yeah, so like, what do you guys think about um, some of the juniors and seniors really stepping up this year and making up for a lot of go those goals? Like tonight with Danny Percelli, you know, with a goal, Peter Humphreys with a goal. What What is that like for you guys? I mean, Danny is an absolutely key piece to our team. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two goals in the season. You know, that's more than Clark Boger over here. So, um, you know, those people, they, I mean, they make the game fun. And, and um, that's how, you know, 
uh, senior year. We look forward to all of our friends who haven't been on varsity joining us. Um, and like Will Locko is on JV and freshman, three years, come in, he starts every game. Played full 80 minutes against MIC as probably one of our best players on the field that game. I mean, you can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, also, um, it's going to uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, so, kind of going back to today's game against Afton, uh, kind of mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that uh, it was a little chippy out there. So, um, when you see some of the guys uh, kind of stepping up and and showing some camaraderie and step, stepping up to uh, have the backs of the, the other team members, how does that make you guys feel as captains? I mean, we're a team, so that's our goal. Um you know, uh, it's not us three only. It's not Dylan only. Um, we're a team. We have 23 players, and we have three coaches, and we have a manager, and we're all a team. So everything we do, we do together. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's great to know that we have everyone has each other's back on the feet, on and off the field. Like whenever we see people in the hallways, we're like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> um, yeah, but it's great to be a part of a team like that. Know that everyone's got each other's backs, even if people are going through things on and off the field. Yeah, and like as we said, we have we have a few underclassmen on the team, and it's 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 good chance to get them some friends. And like I know, as when I was underclassman of varsity, it was good to know that I knew some people in other classes. Um. Yeah. So uh, start of the season's been really good. Undefeated start. Um, but you look into some of the upcoming games against Ledoux. Um, obviously, last year, heartbreaker uh, against Ledoux in, the, in districts. Uh, so what do you look to accomplish in that game on Monday? Um, for the Ledoux game, it's our chance to wrap up the number one seed in our district. Uh, it's really important for us. We get an easy game in the first game of our districts if we get that. And really, the biggest part of it is that's our, that's our chance to see Ledoux. We won't see them for another month. Um, they're going to change a lot, and we're going to change a lot. Um, but this is our chance to get a taste because uh, this is not going to be the only time we play them, I promise you that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Ladue graduated so many seniors, la so many key seniors last year. They're a completely different team from last year. Um, they have some guys that can play, but we know we can match up well with them, and it should be a great game. Yeah, kind of like our game against MICDS, we knew we were playing a strong opponent, and we adapted for it. We played differently as we would like we played differently than we would against other teams and we're having to do the same thing against Ledoux and I think it's good that we are um, we're playing these hard teams and like early on in the game in the season so we know what we're, go we're up against in districts so kind of going back to last year again uh, you guys went on a crazy good win streak um, and I know Rohan, you mentioned that you probably won't see a lot of seven nothing, eight nothing games this year, but you'll see a lot of one nothing, two nothing games. Uh, do you guys still feel that you can go on a run like that and, and repeat what you did last year? We can be better than last year. Yeah, I, I mean, we definitely can go on that type of run again. I mean, looking at our schedule, there's not one team that I'm like, oh, we're definitely not going to be able to play with them. I feel like we can play with everyone and beat every team we play. Yeah, and as we said, we're not going to have 7080s and on these teams that we know are going to be a little weaker, we, we like to rest um, some of the key players that we might need and like stronger opponents. And like looking at our schedule, we have Ledoux, MICDS, and Burroughs. 
they're going to be all strong opponents. We know that we're going to need to play hard in those games. <clears throat> um, what did you guys learn um, from some of the seniors that left from last year? Um, definitely the biggest thing I picked up was uh, you just got to come ready to go every day. Um, and for the seniors, at least for me, like the seniors always pushed me. All the upperclassmen pushed me to be better. I hated getting scored on in practice. Um, now that, you know, we don't have those upperclassmen to motivate us, we work off each other. So, you know, we're just closer for it. Um, we're better for it. Yeah, I know my freshman year, like, I was friends with a bunch of the sophomores who were se who were seniors last year. And um, I created, like, a great relationship with some of them. And, like, every time, like, we would go on the field, it was, it was just a great time. And, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I wasn't on the team freshman year, but my brother was one of the seniors that we were talking about last year. And it was, I, I was friends with some of his friends through him, and he graduated with along with, I think like 11 or 12 seniors and it's going to be difficult to like, re like replace them but as we've said earlier we have a pretty strong team with the underclassmen. All right so Rohan specifically a question for you um, because you play soccer in the fall and basketball in the winter is that transition ever difficult from um, not only moving from like two almost polar opposite sports but even more so in terms of fatigue? You ever get, like, tired halfway through the basketball season? Um, I mean, it's sometimes difficult. Sometimes I'm, like, sometimes I want to break, like, right when a soccer ends and basketball is just starting up again. But I know, like, I mean, I enjoy playing both a lot, so I'm always ready to get back to work in whatever sport I play. So, yeah, I don't, I don't really get, well, I get fatigued, but, like... <laughs> It's not, like, detrimental or anything. Um, you're talking about a lot of changes this year. Um, how do you guys adjust to some of those changes, like going more defensive, making up for those goals? What have you guys done in practice uh, with other players to make those changes? Um, it's all about communicating, really. Um, so we got new people who are new to their position. It's just about making sure that we're doing everything that we know to make sure that they can do everything that they should be doing. Because, I mean, we've been playing soccer since we could walk um, and they started freshman year. So um, there's a big learning curve there. Um, and we can just, all we have, all, our only job is to, to help them make sure that we can, as a team, be, be successful. Yeah, I mean, in practices, we're always pushing each other to, like, work hard and Feeding off each other's energy in practice really helps to get the practices going. And, um, yeah, um, from defensive, I mean, we have people playing multiple positions all over the field. Like, Nolan's, he's been playing CDM, he's been playing forward. Sometimes they throw him in at center back. So, I mean, everyone has to be ready and adjusted to play any position on the field. Yeah, a good example against um, of this is against MICDS. Previously, we've played high pressure, like just on their. We've just been on their backs, just ready to push forward and score because we had those, like scoring key players. But now that some of them might have graduated, like James Dooley, um, we had like in the first half we we held the pressure back and forced them to make the mistake, and then we went together as a team, moving up the field. So question for you guys who out of I mean besides like 
the players that you guys know, like you three, Dylan, Asher, who's the player that all the fans should watch for to really step up this year um, and going into next year? Um, going into next year, uh, I mean, you can obviously look at Charlie. You know, he's getting quality minutes as a freshman, um, something I couldn't do. Um, <laughs> and then you can also definitely look at Nolan. Once I said, this dude's Air Jordan in the air, I promise you. <laughs> Just keep watching him. <laughs> Yeah, uh, honestly, I'm going to go with more of the upper class. He was talking about the underclassmen. I'll go with more upperclassmen players. So I would look for Zach Stapleton to fill a major leadership role once we're gone, and also Adam Schmidt to lock, lock down that goalie position when Andrew's gone. Yeah, I'd also go Zach and Adam, but I'd, I'm also going to add Ned. Um, as several of our backs are graduating, Ned's going to be able to anchor down the defense and have a real leadership role. Um, obviously, very successful season last year. Um, but what do you hope to do this year to build upon last season? Like, what's your big goal this year? Um, like I said, I think we're a better team this year. Um, uh, I have, I'm so certain that we can win districts and we can make it to the state semifinals. And that's definitely my goal. And I hope it's our team's goal. Yeah, for sure. I feel we definitely can compete and win our district and then even go further on in the tournament. Also, trying to get back to that CYC championship would be great. Um, yeah. And then, like, a more specific goal is just, like, uh, finishing chances that we create because we create a lot of chances even though we don't have the same attack as we did last year. We're still creating a lot of opportunities, but all those big games, we're going to need to finish those chances and take a lead early. Uh, so one thing that I've noticed uh, going out to some of your games is that you guys have a lot of people coming off the bench, um, a lot of guys stepping up. Um, so how big is that to have some role players coming off the bench? Uh, it's definitely super important. Um, I think, I don't know, definitely for me coming into this season, that was where um, we were probably the most uncertain. Um, and it's really, really um, enjoyable to see the development of our younger players. I mean, we mentioned Charlie a lot, but he's come off the bench and gotten minutes in almost every single game so far. Um, same thing with Nolan. I mean, these kids are going to run the team in two years, and uh, um, the more minutes they get now and the stronger our bench is now, the better they're going to be for it in a couple of years. I mean, our team last year was crazy deep. Like, y you could – there were probably five people that could be starting coming off the bench, but, I mean – that's that. That's last year. I mean, our depth this year. I was kind of worried going into the season, but our depth has actually been really, really solid this year, and I'm really liking where we're at right now. Yeah, and all the um, like the seniors that have come from JV and have haven't been on varsity are really like they're easily welcome, and they've played a key role in many of the major games. As we said, Will Ocko and even um, Zach Wilson. He's been coming off the bench and getting some minutes and real solid. Actually, a uh, little quote from Danny Percelli today was, it's pretty good when the last player on the depth chart gets a goal. So, I mean, I think that just speaks to our, our team depth pretty much. For sure. Shout out, shout out Danny Percelli. <laughs> absolute, absolute stunner today. Um, yeah, talking about the depth and all that on the bench, uh, you can't forget about the coaching. How do you feel that uh, Redman and Shappy and all those coaches have done um, this year and uh, – in years past? Uh, I mean, our coaching staff is composed of 
uh, really great guys. I mean, if you look at Redmond's resume, um, it speaks for itself. Won a national championship at Merrimack CC. Played for Indiana over Bob uh, under Bob Yeager, one of the best coaches in college history. Uh, he was a first-round pick in the NASL. So, I mean, Redmond's been coached by Manchester United coaches. Um, he's definitely been around, um, and he's very uh, he's a very smart soccer guy, and uh, that's a great thing to have on their bench. Yeah, I mean, the coaches are great, and they know what they need to get out of us in practices and in games, and they, they push us to, to our limits in practice all the time. And um, uh, I think Redmond has a really good sense for the game um, tactically. Like, our adjustments versus MICDS were huge in that first half into gaining that lead and then ultimately winning the game. And also, Shappy brings kind of that fire to the team. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a great coaching staff, and it's good to know that they can see the team as a whole and not just, like, focus on individual players. They're, they allow us to just be a team. All right, one last question for you guys. One word to describe Shappy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm going to have to say feisty. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'm about to say bandanas because the dude wears a bandana <laughs> literally every day. Do rags. Shappy shuttles. That's all I got. He just makes me <laughs> run a ton. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. And Thank good you luck for the rest us. of the season. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>
We'll say it once. We said it once. We'll say it again. Ladue game Monday. You have to be there. Big game. Got to pop out. And you know, another team that I'm seeing that's having a lot of buzz that we talked about last time, that girls field hockey team. As much as I thought that us hyping them up in the first episode saying they were having a great start, as much as I thought that was going to be a jinx and they might have slowed down and, and, and been a little bit rough the past couple, couple games, we were so wrong. So wrong. And There's, I'm glad about it. I'm glad we were I'm wrong. I'm happy we're wrong. I don't like being wrong, but I'm happy about it this time. It's great to see another team at Clayton being successful in athletics. We kept we talked about it in the last episode too that a lot of people think Clayton is only an academic school, but it's really awesome to see the athletics program having success. Another team having success at Clayton. We also weren't too too nice to this team last episode too. The girls softball team on a three-game win streak doing their thing out there. I mean, I mean, apparently they didn't need it's, it's a the bunch teams, of other players. It's the teams that you don't expect that are out here doing a great job. And you just got to look. I think a lot of it has to do with what the school is thinking differently this year than last year. A lot of spirit, a lot of encouragement. It It's buzzing. It's all about the mindset. I mean, you saw it. Like, as soon as the mindset changed, uh, as soon as we had kind of that change in, in administration, um, kind of with the whole athletic program, you saw – People were excited to go to these games. I mean, uh, going back to soccer, Clayton versus MICDS, uh, I think it was on Monday or maybe Tuesday. Very exciting game. Uh, People came out. People were excited. You had Charlie Hill over there talking smack to the players, doing his thing. Right. I mean, you you were talking about how um, those teams, a lot of people not expect them to be good. But the reason that they're good is because they're coming together as a team and the school is supporting them. You look at the soccer team, even though that's one of the most successful teams at the school, people are still doubting them. No Dooley, but like Matheny and Rohan and Clark said, they came together as a team and they're arguably better than they were last year. It's funny because they even said that they had a couple of doubts themselves, uh, specifically with the depth of the squad for this year. But that's one of their strengths. They proved themselves wrong. Exactly. It's one of their strengths that they're so strong and they're so deep. Um, so it's really awesome to see, like we said, teams at Clayton getting people excited. And that's basically the theme of this podcast entirely. We want to get you guys excited about Clayton sports. And you know what? As soon as we started this podcast, I started getting excited. Me too. I think we saw other people getting excited. I mean, it's It's definitely different. And I'm excited to see what's going on this weekend with the homecoming football game. What's yes. going on Monday with the Ladue soccer game? Yes. Even with the pep rally, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what the school's going to look like with this newfound, you know, spirit. And it's awesome to see when other people are getting excited about uh, Clayton Athletics. You see a whole group of people also get excited. More people get excited. It's just a chain reaction, and people eventually are going to be coming out to every single sporting event that they can uh, just because they're so much fun to go to. Right. And, uh, you know, it's really good to see a lot of the upperclassmen, especially with some of the homecoming events. You see like the dress up days, like even though that doesn't have anything to do with sports directly, but you see some of the upperclassmen participating in those dress up days. It sets the example for the freshmen and sophomores right. to carry that on. Yeah. And then that feeds into the sports. Exactly. It just feeds into everything at the school. Exactly. And that's what you want to see. So along the lines of homecoming, um, 
We had some sporting events on Sunday. As you know, class of 2020, the seniors won Brawley Ball. Um, Powder Puff was... There were a couple questions about Powder Puff. Um, I, I, I was a little confused on what was going on there. Honestly, as a coach, I was a little upset by what had just occurred. Exactly. I mean, but, you as a defensive coordinator, I do my thing on defense, and then I see my team, you know, get the win ripped away from them. And I don't like I don't like to see that. Mainly, I mean, you gotta question the refs, specifically Mr. Aiello. It's just unacceptable to to make a call like that with the game on the line championship game for that matter. Exactly. And you know, we're talking about powder puff, but you gotta look at the football team. The exactly. varsity boys football team. Varsity boys football team. Now they had a hot start last year. Um this year it, they they looked all right first few games, but it's definitely not the same start as they wanted, the same start as they had last year. Yeah. Um, at wh- where where you look for that? I mean, you gotta look at you gotta look at Ty, quarterback. He, you gotta look at your senior leaders. Exactly. You gotta look at Ty. You gotta look at Ahmad, Jalen, all, all these guys. Nick Pompian coming in this year. It's it starts with them, and I feel like they're gonna do their thing in the rest of the season. I do too. Uh, honestly. Uh, the Jennings game last Thursday, um, it was obviously a disappointing game. Um, the team, the school kind of went into that game thinking, you know, we we did our thing with this team last year. We, we feel like we can do the same this year. Um, and it didn't turn out that way. And it was a rough game from um, almost like midway through the first quarter till the end. Um, and we mentioned in the last podcast that the U City loss was going to be good for them because they were going to learn what they needed to do to get better. Um, but then honestly, you see a game like Jennings and, and you kind of wonder what happened. Um, because it's not just that they lost, it's that they lost, it's, it's the way that they lost. And, and, um, if U City wasn't a wake up call, I know for sure Jennings is going to be a wake up call. And I know that, um, on Saturday against Normandy, Whole Homecoming game. There. Whole school's going to be there. I know that the guys are going to go out there. They're going to take care of business, and they're going to come away f- with uh, not only a win, but a strong win, a win that they can feel proud of. And, you know, you look at this team, a lot of adversity come into the season. You look at the Maplewood merger, fell through. A lot, uh, players didn't know exactly who was going to be on that team, but you ended up having a lot of guys come out. Um, you look, you got a new athletic director. Just a lot of changes throughout the program. It's hard to adjust, and especially with a football team, where you need to field uh, many more guys than you do in other sports. Um, but it's still, you know, no excuse. They should. That, that I think they're definitely going to come together and do their thing the rest of the season, get some more wins. And obviously, that's what they want to do. They they want to improve from last year. They know that people like that hot start, and people want to see them carry it on throughout the rest of the year. They're battling with a couple of injuries, too, which is something that we should look out for. Um, obviously, you had Jalen twisting his ankle uh, last week. I know Ty's been battling with a, with an ankle injury as well. Um, Ahmad also with a shoulder and an ankle injury. But, but all three of those guys are going to be good to go by Saturday. Um, they're all tough guys. They, they not only... They don't only want to go out there to play football. They want to go out there and represent their school in the best way that they know And how. win, win. That's and their win. number exactly. one thing. And, you know, you look at um, 
what those guys are doing. Obviously, there's been a lot of changes with the play style as well. Last year, you saw a lot of passing because you had Rob, you had Reese, Reese you James had James Glenn. Glenn, exactly. You had a lot of those receivers. You saw Ty you had a pretty strong linebacking a, core there exactly. too with Joe Friel, James Glenn, and Henry Kyle. Yeah, and you and you put um, Ty back there, setting the school record for passing touchdowns. It, when you change this year to a more run-heavy style where they're running a lot, I know that first game was a little bit of an outlier just because of the weather conditions, a lot of rain kind of prohibited them from throwing the ball a lot. Um, but definitely you got to adjust and you got to look at the offensive line. It starts with the offensive line with the run protection. It's just, it's just a hard adjustment for a team like that. And But they're definitely up to the challenge. Coach Barnes definitely thinks that they can do it. Absolutely. And I think everybody else does too. They're behind them for it. I think what's... What's so great about high school sports is um, despite what you did in the regular season, you always have a shot at the end come district time. Um, you saw it, um, I guess it's three years ago now, uh, with the basketball team. They had a rough season, and then all of a sudden comes district time. They suddenly put it together. They get two wins, and they, they get to play Vashon in the district final. So um, as much as we can sit here and say, oh, like, this isn't going to be a good season or whatever, you can't think like that because there's always, there's always postseason when it comes to high school sports, which is always, which is always great. And you can always turn it around, too. I exactly. mean, you look at, in the span of one year, the field hockey team turned it around from being one of the you know, poorest sports at the school to one of the best as right. of now. Same with softball. We were questioning if they had enough girls going out there for softball. They ended up putting out a lot of wins right. in the past few weeks, month, you know. I, I could definitely see the same thing happening with the football team. Absolutely. Stringing together a couple of wins, getting that, you know, team connection. A lot of new guys on the team this year. You look at the right. numbers, it, the numbers are up 10, 20 guys from last year. It's all about meshing all those guys together and making sure that they'll play well together. Exactly, exactly. And that just comes with experience. Right. So, um that will conclude our second episode. A little bit of a preview for next week's episode. We're very excited. Um, we're going to have Reagan Wade. Uh, girls, golf girls Golf Star. Exactly. And I'm really excited about this mainly because you probably noticed it in the first episode. We don't know a whole lot about Girls Golf. No, and I don't think anybody else knows a whole lot about Girls Golf. You look, I mean, I, I don't hear a lot about them, and I'm excited to see Right. What she has to say about it. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to sit down with her and, and get, exactly, get an insight of, of what it's like uh, to be on the girls' golf team. So we have her on the show. And we also have um, – we're also going to have uh, Ahmad Weston and Jalen Williams, mm-hmm. running back – wide receiver and running back, respectively, of the Clayton High School football team. Um, hopefully we get to talk to them after a big, after a win. big win on Saturday. That would be great. I know they're going to be excited – coming in uh, to that game, and they're going to be even more excited coming out with a win. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, everybody's excited for homecoming. Pop out to the bonfire, pop out to the football game, parade, Ledoux soccer game on Monday. A lot of big events coming up in the CHS athletics realm. Let's get it going, guys. Uh, A couple quick updates, actually, about the podcast. So we are now available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Still working on Apple Podcasts. Man, we're working hard on that Apple Podcast one. Hopefully, in the next week, at least, we'll have it up there. Uh, I know that's where a lot of you guys listen, so hopefully we get it up there. Uh, For more updates about Clayton Athletics, 
about the podcast, um, about events in the school, follow Greyhound Time on Instagram. Um, there you can catch interviews with players. You can catch some, announcements some, made about uh, the podcast. Exclusive video. Exclusive from games. video, exactly. Um, so once we get up and going on Apple Podcasts, it will be announced there and only there. Um, there's a link to the podcast itself so you can share with your friends. Um, again, I know we said in the first episode, but just really excited to get this yeah, thing going. And, you know, thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, heard a lot of good things. Heard a lot of feedback. Uh, just keep it coming, guys. We're really going to work on it, it, too. Yeah. You know, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Uh, appreciate it. Greyhound Time, Episode 2, Homecoming Special. Thank you for the support. Thank you. See you next time.